Slashers and Screen Queens, welcome back to another episode of The Board Daddies, a podcast where we talk about horror movies and the daddies in them, and we got one for you today. Mm-hmm. I am your horror daddy, Carlos. And I'm your film daddy, John. And welcome to The Conjuring episode. Welcome to The Conjuring. Uh, this is going to be The Conjuring, uh, what was it? The, the, the Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It, just released a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Um, but before the movie starts, Carlos, I got some tea. Okay. I got some tea for you. Um, so there's, I think, a couple news mm-hmm. that Evil Dead Rise, mm-hmm. first day of filming, mm-hmm. was uh, day of today, which mm-hmm. was the day that we started recording. Um, then we also, I didn't know this, but we also have a remake coming of, uh, oh my God, what's that movie called? Uh, Toxic Avenger. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't believe who they picked for toxic avenger i can really yeah his fine ass <laughs> so elijah wood has mm-hmm. been casted to be uh the lead role in toxic avenger and he's gonna be the villain role yeah so that that, that surprised the hell out of me is it he's supposed to be like super tall i mean no no short shaming because you know i'm short myself but isn't i mean unless they're changing it up it's a maybe. remake yeah that's true they might it is also yeah they could literally do whatever because mm-hmm. I know that movie's taken kind of yeah poorly, um, but I mean I'm very surprised I'm open to it I would love to see it so I don't know when it's coming out I didn't see anything about it oh so, me neither me neither um I can't wait to see the development mm-hmm. of this I'm excited then I've I'll, never seen the original though so I I I mean I've heard it in podcasts that's yeah. all I've really heard about it mm-hmm. um then I got one more news for you mm-hmm. Sam Raimi had mentioned because you know he's directing the new doctor strange movie mm-hmm. so he mentioned that when he was casted which i called almost a year before he was uh, announced as the director you know um he said that he had to completely write the script from scratch mm-hmm. when he came when he was announced as director he said that he would just wanted to change it make it a little bit a uh, fit to his style i guess mm-hmm. and then I'm surprised because this movie went into right. I mean, rewriting immediately to filming. So kind of worries me a little bit, but I'm putting all my faith on Sam Raimi and I feel like he's going to do perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are the t- Oh, and happy birthday to Robert England. Oh, happy birthday, Robert England. If you're yeah. listening, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is a whore daddy fan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Carlos, what uh we well, we already said what movie we watched today. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the better conjuring movies. Yeah. I'm um, I, I still think the first one is the best one. I mean whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um yeah, so like just so everyone knows, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I mean, give it a chance. I will let you know that don't expect what you saw in the first two. Yeah, no, it's super different from the other yeah, ones. This is more of a story, not a jump scare factor uh, like the second one did. So, yeah, expect that story. Yeah, it's... it's With horror stuff in it. Yeah, it's almost two hours long. It's an mm-hmm. hour and 50-something. 50 52. Yeah, 52 minutes. So, it is it is a longer movie. It doesn't have all these jump scares, but like... That's the criticism that The Conjuring always got, was that, oh, it's too many jump scares, and it doesn't focus That's on That's what story. it doesn't make sense, because now I see it's like, oh, where's the, scare- where's the scariness in this? And I'm like, okay, y'all were complaining that The Nun had too many. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. And it's, I can understand, 
I feel like the third act of this movie kind of went a little crazy, like the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. It went a little wild, and I feel like that's my main criticism with the second movie because the first movie is very grounded in reality, mm-hmm. and like there's shit that happens that oh, obviously is supernatural, but it's like it's just weird shit that happens. Mm-hmm. It's not like. Like, in this movie, I feel like Lorraine was almost like a superhero. Like, she had all these powers. And I'm like, eh, like, I get but, that. But, it's... I, but she always had them. But not in the first one. In the first yeah, one. She, she's, she can see stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, that's different than seeing things. But, but she's... you also have to understand that the first one was way before this. And she might have progressed her learning abilities in certain stuff. Yeah, but it's just like. As a possession, I think it just goes like way too ridiculous in especially a conjury movie that kind of takes itself a little serious mm-hmm. that it's like it. You I also have, have to understand that it's based on a true story. So they're going to exaggerate certain things. No, no, no. I no, I know that. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, this movie takes the like the original story, like which I have it. It's literally the um, Arnie got into an argument with his landlord mm-hmm. while he was drunk. Ended up killing him, and then he claimed that uh, the devil made him do it. That he was possessed by the de- that demon, mm-hmm. and the judge was like, "Well, we can't base that. We can't. We can't take that as an accepted excuse because there's no facts. We how can you prove that? So mm-hmm. then they just charge him like with this. Like no, there's no nothing happens. Literally, yeah. I mean that that what I read, and it just for me it just it takes it to such a ridiculous place and it's literally just the ending i feel like the rest of the movie is perfectly fine even the scares were like i get that it's supposed to be possession so Mm -hmm. we see all these visual things but i think it's when we start seeing all these illusions that lorraine is having it just becomes so it, it felt like a like a like a comic book movie where it was like all these powers happening and i'm like eh, i think it's tone it down a little bit and it could have been a lot better but I think it's literally just the end. It's the ending and the one scene that she has with the missing girl in the middle. Oh, which yeah, is which, a little a little mm-hmm, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But um, wanna? I mean, I guess we can. Yeah. Like, so the guy who directed La Girona also directed this. So just so everyone knows, <laughs> and written by James, well, David Leslie Johnson. Yeah, and, and James, Wan, James Wan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Had, which I I didn't know that. I didn't know James Wan also wrote this. He just did a direct it. Yeah, yeah, because he directed the first two, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. But yep. honestly, feel this movie directedly wise is a lot better than the Girona. Yeah, yeah, like this. I, I will say that the visuals in this movie are beautiful. Yeah, it it is a, a lot gorgeous better. movie. Mm-hmm. There's this scene at the beginning with David, which is the little boy that we see uh, being possessed in mm-hmm. the trailers. Um, he's in the in the bathroom and he's like being possessed by this demon. And the I love the fucking colors in this room because mm-hmm. you have like the middle tones is green. The shadows are like bluish, and then you have the red that is or orange that is supposed to be the highlight, and it's yeah. just oh my god, it looks gorgeous. And like the movie opens up like, and you're seeing the house, and the house has already been destroyed, so like this has been happening, I guess. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Yeah, it looked like Freddy Krueger went in there and had a slashing party <laughs> for real. I was so confused. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. So, and they were basically doing like a, I guess, a smaller exorcism on this boy because the priest wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. So. They take him upstairs. We get that bathroom scene. He stabs his daddy. Which he runs funny. like a little Chucky too. Like yeah. he was running around with a little knife. Oh, is that a knife or glass or something? I think I don't. I don't know what he just stabbed him. <laughs> I was like, okay. I would have kicked him. 
And I did like that when they were bringing him downstairs and he's already possessed and uh, he was trying to like grab the walls and he was grabbing, he wasn't grabbing the walls, but the scratches were appearing on the wall because there was like someone in, someone else, you know? Yeah. It's like, like mm-hmm. a demon, like over, over him pretty yeah. much, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like that. Could have been a dream demon. Right, Freddie? Oh, so <laughs> I forgot he's right behind me. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and also the shot when the priest shows up, it's like the shot from oh, the, exorcist, the Exorcist, which is beautiful. At the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I love that scene. That shot was really fucking good, actually. Yep. And you kind of see uh, Arnie in the window, which kind of was like, it looked like he was a demon, mm-hmm. which was, you know, insinuating, I guess. Yeah, but it's like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. But I do love, I I do say in this scene, the whole, con- you know how like, he contorts and whatever? Yeah. It is creepy, but I feel like it goes a little too much, right? It didn't bother me. No, Mm-mm. I felt like I was like, it's just, I think because later in the movie, we also see contorting, but it's not as crazy as this one. It's because it's a little kid. So I guess they were like, they like just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Children. I and that kid's pretty flexible. He is flexible. <laughs> he must be real fun at limbo. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. First of all, this movie's a little funny. Like the editing is kind of funny because we were laughing, but I think it's on purpose. I, I, okay. So the, okay. So the kid's getting the exorcism and out of nowhere, he like his, the full demon is out in this kid. And this kid's like, plays start going anywhere and it hits the father. And that was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's just like, it, it, it's not like a severe, like, oh, like you're supposed to feel bad. It's almost like it was the shot way, to make, way, to be funny. Yeah. I, I mean, that's fine. It doesn't bother no, me. No, I was, I was cracking up because there's later in the movie, there's just editings that it's purposely funny. And I was laughing. I was like, whoa, I've never seen this from yeah. like a Conjury movie. It's so weird. So this kid's all conjuring and whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> and he's like yelling at the sister at one point. Her name is Debbie. Well, yeah, see Debbie. Debbie. Um, Arnie's trying to like tell the demon to stop or take me or whatever. Um, I will say this. Arnie and David seem to have a very good um, like, relationship. like a brother relationship. That Arnie's Debbie's uh, boyfriend mm-hmm. so being his technically brother-in-law yeah almost it was really cute like mm-hmm. they they both he seemed like to care really... for the kid a lot yeah so ed is telling him don't don't talk to it leave it alone he don't listen <laughs> ed gets fucking blown away and as this is happening lorraine is having visions of like a table with like one of those stars on it like and she's, seen, mm-hmm, she's seeing things and then the demon basically gives ed a heart attack yeah, he tells him, it's like, I'll stop your heart, old man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can tell that he can't breathe. He's yep. like not breathing. And then Arnie basically grabs David and tells him, stop, stop, take me, take me. And like they switch. Yeah. And then you see like the eyes, like it mm-hmm. clears up because the eyes get really cloudy. Mm-hmm. So it clears up and goes to Arnie. Yep. Um, I will say Arnie is played by Rao Rari O'Connor. Yeah. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Debbie's played by Sarah Catherine. And then we got... <laughs> Ed Warren as Daddy Patrick Wilson, mm-hmm. and then Lorraine Warren as Vera uh, Farringa. Yeah, Farmiga. Farmiga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I, and I'm if you sorry. didn't know, her sister played in the Nun. Oh, she really? played the younger Lorraine. Oh, that's it's her sister. That's really. That's cute. why they look the same. Yeah, I was like, wow, they look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then the little kid, his name is Julian Hillard. Hilliard. Uh, he was in the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So he has some some horror experience yeah. at least. And he's also in One Division. What? Excuse he's me. the kid. He's their son. Oh shit! He is mm-hmm. Billy. Oh my god! He di- wow! I I didn't even put those together. 
That's uh, interesting. I just wanted to let you know, since you know Wanda's my baby. Oh, hell yeah. So they're all connected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that the Horror Daddies became like, can't pronounce your name <laughs> podcast. Sorry. <laughs> just a trend. <laughs> so uh, Ed goes to the hospital. He's doing okay. He's stabilized. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to mm-hmm. die because at first they're like, I don't think he's gonna nah, make it. They can't kill him just yet. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's why I'm here watching this. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, we wake up with Arnie and Debbie. She's waking him up. He has to get to work. Or no, actually, no, they're going to a family barbecue. Yeah, and they work at a kennel. Which I will say, I worked at a kennel before. <laughs> this, no, ma'am, this is the I'm most not... irresponsible kennel I've ever seen. They have crates. I mean, not, not that it matters. It just it bothered me because I worked that one. They have crates like on these like platforms, and I was like, <laughs> these big ass dogs on the on the platform. I'm like, how are you gonna get these dogs down? They had like 40, 50 pound dogs on the on on, on top the top. Of, yeah, what, how do you do that's that? That's a no no. It's also lady one, so I guess. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, but I was like, what if a dog like gets aggressive or something, tries to like hit the cage, and it just falls. It falls. No, because okay, it's not like okay when when we worked at a kennel, <laughs> we had like legit cages where like they had like safety locks and all this shit. It was like very complicated. But we also never put big dogs up there. No, no, no. But even the even just the normal ones, get, these yeah. ones were PetSmart like a couple twenty five dollars. The ones that you have at home. Yeah, like mm-hmm. no, they're at home for a reason. They're not. Supposed I mean, they're to be at a, they shelf. are at a big ass house. Oh, that's true. That was but, Bruno's house. <laughs> They're not. It's like putting Lala on a fucking shelf. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> um, so they go to the barbecue, and oh, we meet Bruno, which is gonna be the our victim. <laughs> and he's he's annoying though. I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, you need to relax. Yeah, he was a little crazy. So we're at the barbecue, and Debbie's like telling her mom that I guess Arnie wants to move, and you know they, they get married or whatever. Yeah, and then Arnie and David are playing. They tell Arnie to go inside and get some food. Mm-hmm. He goes inside and the cereal boxes starts moving. I was like, oh, bitch, uh, hello? Yeah. And it falls. Mm-hmm. And he goes to investigate. I would have been like, no, I'm not picking that up. I didn't drop it. I drew the left. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But then little Jerry comes out of the box and he <laughs> runs away. I was like, whoa, <laughs> he was so fast. <laughs> um, But he does go around the house and he like inside of the house, but like around the hallway and he finds like this hole and like it lingers on this. And I'm like, it's something going to come out of this hole. Dude, I was so afraid of that. Yeah, but nothing happens. And then he turns around and this witch lady's behind them. And she like, I guess, chokes him or does something to him. She does something. It doesn't really say. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) And cut scene. Then he's at work. And he, I guess he cuts trees for a living. Yeah, which I don't know how the fuck people do that. I yeah. commend them because mm, don't put me on top of a tree with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. But I like this shot because it goes in from the bedroom and then towards the window and he's on the tree and it's like someone's watching him. Mm-hmm. And when we see from his point of view, not not that he's looking, but we see him like towards the it, window. Yeah, you see the background mm-hmm. and you see the window and someone is standing there. Yes, which is that one witch lady, which I never got her name. Do they ever mention it? I don't think they actually mention it. I know I will, okay. at the end when we find out who she is. Is it Meryl? Do... No, that's the judge. I what? forgot. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know her <laughs> name. It's just they don't say it. Oh, the Oculist. That's her name? The, ocu- the Occultist. The Occultist. <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> The Oculus. <laughs> the Occultist. Okay, so yeah. the Occultist is by Eugene Bondurant. Bondurant. We'll All go right. with that. Oh, she's in the Hunger Games and Fear of Rain. Never heard of those. 
You've well, never heard. I was going to say Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, I guess. Um, so, yeah, she she's looking at him, but then he, I guess he feels that someone's looking at him, and he also can't turn on his chainsaw, which I was like, oh, Lord. And he turns around, and nothing's at the window. And then the chainsaw like comes to life, and he like he, he drops it, and he almost hits somebody with it. Everybody's like, like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get a, a quick scene of Ed waking up, and he's telling Lorraine like it's got the kid, and Lorraine's like, "No, no, we stopped it." And he's like, "No, it's got Arnie now." So call over at Debbie, and this cutscene is <laughs> Wait, amazing. But I do, okay, we have to go back to the scene where Ed is waking up because. I'm over here. Every time I see Patrick Wilson, I'm like, ooh, Daddy Wilson. And, like, <laughs> he wakes up, and I'm about to say, oh, Daddy Wilson's up. And the daughter goes, Daddy! And I'm like, oh, same girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's a lot older in this movie, which is kind of weird. Yeah. As an animal, she was, like, so young. Yeah, she was really young, but mm-hmm. this takes place way longer yeah. in time. Um, but, yeah, this cutscene is really good because Lorraine... You know, she's like, hey, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. David is fine. And he goes, no, it got Arnie. And it's just lingers on Lorraine kind of being like, oh, shit. Like, just looking kind of mm-hmm. shocked. And it cuts to Call Me by uh, the Hearts, I think. Blondie. By Blondie, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. By Blondie. And it's, like, playing in the background. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. I loved that that shot. I, I just wonder, because this song was kind of random. I mean, not, I, it was a little random. But... I don't know if this was the actual song he was listening to when he killed someone. (laughs) (laughs) What I read on Wikipedia, I couldn't find anything about that. Mm -hmm. I think this was just completely fabricated. But because it was just that they got in an altercation and the uh, landlord was drinking a lot. So which was he was here. Yeah, he was like super drunk, but he was like happy drunk, and he's like yeah. he's just being annoying. Maybe, to be honest, I mean maybe this was the, maybe this was the song playing, but they're not gonna add that because that's, that's like true. irrelevant. It's like, be- oh, was there music playing? In the, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. That would be really random. Um, but yeah, Blondie's playing, and they're all like he's trying to dance, but Arnie looks like shit, and no one really like gives a fuck. Yeah, he's like sick. He's yeah. like pale as fuck. Very like, pale. I mean, he's already pale, but he looks even more. Yeah. Like- and like the girlfriend's like, are you okay? But they're not like, hey, go go sleep or hey, let's turn off the music. No, and then inconsiderate. Bruno's just making a mess with the beers. I'm just like, Bruno, go Yo. go somewhere with your damn life. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> it's not my fault. You got a problem. Like, yeah, why? like I don't got a problem. And he being so extra, and he's getting like Debbie to dance. And from Arnie's point of view, it looks like she's enjoying it, but in the real life, she's really not. So it's like the demon is making him see things that are not there. Yeah. Which yeah. was really interesting. I do yes. like, because I know in the last movies, it was like they, the demon was just kind of like there. Yeah. And this one is that demon's making you see shit that mm-hmm. like it doesn't exist. So it was, it, that was like a refresher. I did enjoy that. Yes. So we get, um, we get a scene of Lorraine calling the police department, telling them to get to the kennel because something's going to, something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. We cut back and, Arnie walks back into the room and it looks like uh, Bruno's like torturing or doing something to um, at Debbie's arm and she's like in pain and hurting and it's like this slinky guy starts appearing and it's like I guess the devil and Ugh, it was so creepy so he grabs debbie and they've run down the hallway of the dogs and the song is still playing and this is when the song goes into like more of a lower voice so it sounds like a man yeah. singing it. it's like really slow mm-hmm. like the slowed versions you guys find on youtube check those out <laughs> and it goes black with a red light in the back yeah that was and it pretty blinks. cool mm-hmm. 
Oh, this this part just freaked me out because I don't fuck with footsteps. I hate when footsteps happen in, mm-hmm. in movies and shit. So in this one, you see the hallway. He's just staring at it. And it's just a red light and a red light. And then when it goes into blink to the red light, all you see is Bruno like fucking crawling towards well, the him. demon. But yeah, he he sees it he as sees a, demon. a demon. Yeah, and, oh, it's so fucking creepy. And I guess he had a knife in his pocket, falls out, and he grabs it and stabs him. And then all you hear is the stabbing and Debbie screaming in the back. They don't show it. Which now I will say that after the stabbing, okay. This case, I've I've heard of like I've heard of it. I just don't know what happened. I heard about the whole guy had said the devil made him do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought. That this was that he killed the whole family. That's what I thought, too. And then he was blaming it on the devil. Yeah. So that's what I thought, too. But it's he just killed the it landlord. It was just one guy. Yeah. yeah I thought it was like this guy. whole thing. <clears throat> but I guess that's Adam Eville. Excuse me. No, you're okay. Adam Eville that they killed the whole family. Yeah. Which so, is not this. Yeah. I think they're not going to fuck mm-hmm. with Amityville. Because no, no, no. Amityville is like crazy, like mm-hmm. complicated, right? But yeah, I thought that this is the whole that he killed the whole family. He was saying the devil and that the Ed and Lorraine were the only ones that were there for him. But in reality, his girlfriend's here too for yeah. him. And yeah, they're supporting him. But anyway, <clears throat> he's walking down the street. And this is from the trailer where the cop stops him and he turns around. He thinks he killed someone. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the trailer, Mm -hmm. which I will say the trailer does give out a lot of it. Yeah, of this. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, of course, the answer to everything, it doesn't doesn't really give Mm -hmm. like it doesn't show it on the trailer. But it does show you like, honestly, all the scares, except maybe like two of them. Yeah, this is why I don't try to watch trailers. Yeah, I watch them once maybe and that's it. And I I honestly thought, too, that this whole movie was going to be like all in a courtroom that's and it what wasn't I, th- I thought it would have been super it interesting. skips a lot yeah yeah and i they kind of just forget about arnie for like the majority of the movie yeah because they're trying to figure out like what what is possessing him which is what the movies basically is what is possessing him i thought the movie was going to be like them trying to solve this case of why because we also get us well he's in jail now yeah and he's reading the bible and nothing happens. And then Led and Lorraine are basically saying that he's not possessed because if he was possessed, that would have brought yeah, out the demon. And they have like crucifix, they have and, holy water, mm-hmm. like they have all this shit on the table and it's not affecting him at all. Which makes me think, do you think this is what's causing the, like they were doing at, to the little boy at the beginning? I forgot his name. David. Uh, David mm-hmm. At the beginning when they were talking to him. I just didn't see, you know how they were on the table praying, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why, but in my head I was like, oh, is this what they were doing with David? To see yeah, they were. Well, was... they were. Yeah, yes, he was reading from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So and David was like in sweats and whatever. But also, you have to think that the reason it was because there was something in the house. Yeah. Now he's away from the house. Well, for now he's away from the house. That's true. That's what they find out, mm-hmm. or they're trying to figure out, but they they eventually find it out that it's because you can get possessed and then be unpossessed and then yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So. They go to his lawyer, and they're basically letting his lawyer know, which I love the scene. They're like, yo, like, this kid was possessed. We have to put this in front of the judge. And the lawyer's like, no. Hell nah. <laughs> this the fuck? No yeah. And then Ed was like, well, this has been done twice in England, which I thought it was going back to the second movie. That's what I thought, too. But I, I don't think they went to court for those things Yeah, I that like- I know of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would love to do more research mm-hmm. on that, but like I I thought there was no crime after that. Like it, yeah. it was fine. But I, th- I know I think, they do famous crimes. Yeah. You know. But they they basically tell the judge or the lawyer like, "Hey, we'll make you believe just come to our house and we'll introduce you to Annabelle." <laughs> 
and it cuts there. And I honestly wanted a scene of her interacting <laughs> with Annabelle. I was like, I hope there, I hope there is a deleted scene of this. But it cuts now to the courtroom, and she's like in shock, like she doesn't know what to believe. <laughs> she's like, I, I honestly just love that cut where it's like yeah. she's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go meet Annabelle, yeah. and then she's in court, like, all right, Your Honor, he was possessed. And yeah. It's like I fucking love it. It's that's what makes me think it's like it's deliberately funny. It's so weird because yeah. it's such a serious movie. I, I, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. So he pleads not guilty by demonic possession. Mm-hmm. And then we get a flashback scene of because what happened? I think they're going. They're trying to figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. I forget how this cuts or whatever. Sorry, first time watching. <laughs> and we do get a flashback scene of everything of when they moved into the house. Yeah, because they're trying they're to figure out. They're trying to figure out how David got possessed. Oh yes, Debbie, yes, yes. Debbie saying. You know, he's just a kid. So mm-hmm. how how is he willing and accepting of this devil? So they go to the house and... They're talking to Debbie. They're talking to uh, Debbie. Um, and then they see, hey, you know, this is where he was... When mm-hmm. we first figured out when he was possessed because yeah. he came up and said that he saw something. Mm-hmm. And it, it cuts to the scene where he's on a waterbed and you see like a little head next to him and then he there's a hand that pulls him into the bed and he's kind of freaking out and then they notice that they're like hey the bed's not here anymore so what happened to it mm-hmm. and like, well we had to take it out because we have to clean up because there's a lot of water damage yeah on the wood yeah mm-hmm. and then they lift it up and they're like that's not water damage yeah it's like it's like rotting or whatever because mm-hmm, it's under a rug so they they ha- Lorraine basically then goes under the crawl space of the house to Which, find what's underneath the wood. No, no, ma'am. I know I wouldn't have done it. I either. don't fuck with crawl spaces. I don't get it. No, um, it it reminds me of the visit with the grandparents. Oh yeah. Oh no, fuck that shit. So Lorraine does find a witch's totem underneath, right underneath that where that bedroom was, mm-hmm. and uh, basically that totem is used by satanics, satanists, and rituals. And everyone's question is, who would want to curse an eight-year-old boy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, some it's evil like, person. <laughs> which I don't think it was. Di- I don't, this is what I don't think. I don't know if it was directly for David or no, if it was directly so. to whoever found that first. I think it doesn't because mm-hmm. we start fi- find we find out later that it doesn't fucking matter what your age is. It's you're just yeah. gonna be possessed. It just so happened to be David. Yeah. So. They get recommended to go see this father, Father Kastner, or whatever his name is. Yeah. And they go see him, and he's basically like, you guys shouldn't fuck with this. Yeah. Uh, I have seen it before. And he basically has another a room kind of like Lennon and Lorraine do, where they have all these weird fucking shits. And I love that she tells him, like, oh, you should burn this. And I'm like, you burn uh, your room then. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you should probably not talk much. <laughs> <laughs> But we do have to mention that he also is an ex-priest. He doesn't do this shit anymore. Yes. So he's, he's, just, he's he's retired. Yeah, he's retired. He's, like, living on his own. He has a beautiful fucking house. Like, mm-hmm. by the river, beautiful garden. I was like, man, I'm loving that shit. That looks great. <laughs> um, we now get a scene where, like, oh, we get some, some like, some cutscenes with the witch or the uh, uh, occultist. And she's starting to do like a ritual or whatever on her table. It almost looks like what Lauren, Lorraine was visualizing yes, when she earlier. was like, like earlier in the movie mm-hmm. when she has, was having visions. But we do find out that they're, because 
they take a picture of the totem and they kind of spread it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then they get news that uh, a police department found a similar looking totem in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Which this bitch always coming in Massachusetts mm-hmm. again with the complicated ass word. There's a quick scene before that that mm-hmm. it's Arnie mopping the floor. Oh, yeah. And um, the bucket, he drips over the bucket because he's starting to feel things. And the bucket moves. He backs away and there's something in the corner, but we don't see what the fuck it is, which is fine. <laughs> and then the guy that was sleeping on the b- table on the bed, because this is, I think, 24 hour suicide watch room. Mm-hmm. And he gets he's like laying up out of nowhere and he's singing B- Call Me By Blondie, but, but like, really just creepily like, slow. Yeah, he's not even singing. He's just <laughs> saying the words. It's yeah. fucking weird. And I was like, the lyrics to this, I guess, are kind of de- uh, demonic. Yeah, it's I, like it's like every eighty song. It's yeah, like, you take the words out of context, and they're like completely like weird. And out of nowhere, like Arnie gets grabbed, and it's like the devil guy from earlier. Yeah, and that's the jump scare. And I then- did, I did <clears throat> wish that this shot w- was a little bit. It was they had too many fucking cuts for me mm-hmm. because I wish it would have been just a one take of him like with that wall because it's completely black, like you cannot see. Mm-hmm. But then it like kind of cuts to like a weird angle where you see the demon grabbing him already. So I was like, oh, I wish he we would have seen him coming out of the shadow. Yeah. Because that would have been really creepy. But the demon guy by himself looks fucking creepy. Because yeah, he looks like Bruno. It's I, I wonder he if looks it's the like same Bruno. guy. Bruno lost 100 pounds and got <laughs> yeah. and grew like two more feet. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucking crazy. He looks so creepy. But yeah, so now there are the, the Warrens are heading to the Massachusetts. Because there's a case where basically it was kind of the same thing. This girl named Jessica who stabbed her friend 22 times, which I guess that's the magic number in here. Yeah. And they found out that it's basically the same totem. And the the officer is telling him, like, he's trying to see what the connection is. And the warrants don't really know much yet. But they're like, if we help us, we'll help you. And he's like, no, no, no. I didn't call you here for that. I just need y'all. I like I just need y'all to help me with this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lorraine basically says, hey, I can find the girl, but if I do find her, you have to help us. So he makes her play this guessing game. He brings out like three knives and he's like, which one was the murder weapon? <laughs> and everyone's looking too. Yeah. everyone in the police department is just watching her. And Ed is like, no, my wife is not a show or whatever. Not know where she goes. It was this one. And everyone was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, oh, you bad girl. You bad. <laughs> she is a bad bitch in this movie. Yeah. Because she's always kind of like the victim in every movie. Yeah. And in this one, she's like, I ain't fucking around. I'm fucking, I'm yeah. fucking up this demon. She ready. And then Ed is the one that's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we have to say that he's also like on a wheelchair. He yeah. has a crane. Because he's or, had a heart attack. Yeah. A cane. He, a cane, yeah. And I, he can't walk by himself. He can't run. No. And, uh, I just felt bad. I know. But they go to the forest. They're in the car. She mentions that she met Elvis before and after life. <laughs> and they go basically to where, the, I guess, the other... Well, they don't say it, but I'm assuming she starts... This is the scene where, like, it cuts from day to night, and it's just her, because she's imagining what happened. Yeah. And the, we see the two girls running through the forest. Yeah, they're having, having this, this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's having a vision. And she, I guess, becomes the girl in her vision, and she's stabbing her friend, and she's stabbing her, and it's cutting between the friend and uh, Lorraine. Ed stops it. 
and this is where she runs. And I like this because the officer looks down and he knows that that's where they found the body. Yeah, he's like, oh shit! Like, like yeah, mm-hmm. you start seeing in his face that he's he's like, damn, this bitch is for real. Like, yeah, like we he hasn't told her anything. Mm-hmm. And she's running, running, running through the forest because in Jessica's mind, she fucked. She knew she fucked up, so I guess she starts running away when she realizes what she's done. And I guess she makes it to the cliff. Lorraine almost falls, but we're going to assume that Jessica did fall. Yeah. And this hand grabs her and tries to pull her down and saves her. And Lorraine's like, she's down there because, yeah, she fell off the cliff. Now, this is where I'm going to pitch you this idea or this, um, I, don't, I guess, contradiction, I would say. Mm-hmm. So she's still possessed outside of her house because she brought. So we later find out that she brought a totem mm-hmm. from her college place to her house. Yeah. So she's still possessed in the forest, even though yeah. it is already because I because the witch was already like doing the I guess because he because you know how we've seen the flashback scenes yeah. and the witch has like a picture of Arnie and she's doing these things and is making Arnie go do things. Uh-huh. I'm gonna assume she was doing the same thing to her. Okay. I guess that's true. Yeah. She's, and then, and then, and then so she, she already yeah. has her possessed. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's already cursed. Okay, I understand then. Okay. Because I was like, wait, how is she still possessed if Arnie wasn't possessed? So my thing is, I don't think you're fully possessed by a full demon. You're just, you're possessed by when her. she starts doing shit to you. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's kind of like a voodoo a demon. thing. It's just mm-hmm. her fucking with you. But she did make a deal with a demon that she needs to give him a soul. So she's playing with these people to give that demon the satisfaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I see. Because I, I was just confused because I'm like, well, Arnie wasn't possessed at the police department because the totem wasn't there. But then he was. But then he was. Because okay. she was doing all that. Okay. So she was just Him being ba-da-ba-ba. controlled. Oh, yeah. that shit. So then we have the scene, you know, when she's about to fall, she turns around and <laughs> poor Ed, he has been running after her, even though he can't. He almost has a fucking heart attack, mm-hmm. but motherfucker left his meds, so his yeah. heart just not is not with him. So he's just he can't he's like fatigued as fuck. Mm-hmm. But he still has the energy to grab her from falling off the fucking yeah, cliff. Yeah, he so, saves her. Yeah, he saves her. Our hero, Daddy Wilson. Yep, they and, do find the body. Yeah, she tells him she's down there, mm-hmm. and, and she was right. But the off the officer doesn't want to admit that it's her. He's like, hey, we're not IDing her just yet. Don't mention anything to anyone, but I'll give you the case file since you helped us. Yeah. And that's what they do. <sighs> and they go back to their house or hotel, I'm assuming. Yeah, and, it's a hotel. And Deb- okay. And Debbie calls them worried because Arnie, I guess, was saying that he doesn't feel right. Because there was a quick scene where they were visiting him in jail. Yeah, it's like this a little... Because, mm-hmm. okay, this movie, what it does now is like it kind of cuts to Arnie like sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it, so it's like the little visitation that Debbie and uh, David. David have. And David goes, it's cold, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's freezing here. And he's like, no, that's how I felt. And I remember it felt really cold mm-hmm. and I wasn't okay and blah, blah. And which I don't know how she got, hey, I'm trying to kill myself. Because I, well, I guess since there's no, I guess because of the whole Jessica situation, I don't know. Because he she, they, <clears throat> Lorraine and, and Ed just got a phone call from Debbie mm-hmm. being like, he's trying to fucking kill himself. And I'm like, I think we missed something during all the, the conversations before they left because they, I know they I, knew. I didn't, he, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't miss him because he was like, Hey, I'm fine. I'm good. Cause also I think maybe David was trying to hurt himself at one point. Maybe. So I think, yeah, it's just like, I think you just have to add something must've been cut. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you because 
he literally the whole time was like, yeah, I'm good. It's just, I don't feel, I feel, feel weird. I feel sick. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, he looked like shit. Like his eyes are like red and shit. And like he looks terrible. Mm-hmm. But like there had to have been something cut between this because we just get a random call from Debbie saying that Arnie's just trying to kill himself. Yeah. Or she's worried about him. So then Ed decides to put him on or to tell the father to put him on 24 hour suicide watch. Yeah. And then like, but the phone then gets cut. Mm-hmm. And it's like like a demon is trying to. It, it, I mean, it's just like the phone line gets cut, but it 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 looks like a demon is trying to block a phone call. But I will say, I think she does end up calling the father because the father does come yeah. and gives him holy water to protect himself. Yeah, because like, <sighs> poor guy. It the phone call ends early, but I'm like, you heard what he said. Like, you had enough context to be mm-hmm. like, hey, do yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that she actually listened and did it. So. We have Ed and so Arnie also makes a barrier with the holy water and he's just sitting there in a little fetal position trying to like stay, stay calm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ed and Lorraine basically trying to figure out because Lorraine figures out that she had a connection with the dead or with the chick or the connection was two ways. It was something weird. So they go to the morgue. They break into the morgue because they don't walk in. They break in. Yo, <laughs> that's another another funny scene because they're yeah. like, shit, it's closed. Like, we have to wait mm-hmm. until the morning or whatever. And, and Ed just, just smashes the window. He goes, we'll leave a note. Yeah. And they go to the morgue and they find the body that says Jane Doe because obviously she wasn't identified just yet. Mm-hmm. And she, like, starts grabbing her hand. And this is when Lorraine's starting, like, it, like, transitions. And she's, like, now under these tunnels or whatever. And then this is where she's walking through. We hear a train, mm-hmm. and she finds like this bitch's um, like altar. altar. Yeah, and she stuff. got all them books. She got the Necronomicon on one side, a bunch of black candles, mm-hmm. and like this goblet that like she's putting. She's putting something. She's putting all kinds of stuff. At one point, she's putting an egg and fire, that bitch. Mm-hmm. and she drinks it, and that's when she's able to possess the person that she is trying to possess yeah which in that case she has david's picture on the table yes or not david arnie's uh, picture yeah, on the yeah. table so i like this scene because there's a creepy moment where the lights go off and ed goes to turn on the light and lorraine is still like in her little world and a fucking dead body oh he's just like this, standing there this big dude too mm-hmm. and he's he's like na- well, i mean he's a corpse so he's just completely naked but he's like all bruised up and shit and he's just staring at him and he's just yep. like just standing there it's so fucking creepy and he's trying to tell lorraine to cut the connection cut the connection and she she can't and the fucking body starts running at her like real fast oh he's fast as fuck yeah and ed is running back and he grabs lorraine and that he like it just the connection stops so the body just falls like it's dead oh, i he mean felt like a sack of potatoes yeah. like he had his head on the table everything mm-hmm well, we do also find out that the connection worked both ways. So yeah, she has kind of like what Lorraine has, like her powers, yes. like where she can connect with these people. She like the the occultists mm-hmm. can do it back. So she's aware that Lorraine is seeing her. And she goes, "How are you doing this?" And then like it cuts to her being like, "Holy shit, she knows I'm here." Yep. So which is gonna come back later because now she's she's gonna fuck with them too. Mm-hmm. So, um. Oh, yeah, because now they go back home and they're trying to figure everything out with how does Jessica connect to Arnie and the, what is the connection with these places. Yeah, because they're like, it's so far away. This mm-hmm. is a whole different state. But we find out that Ed falls on the floor mm-hmm. unconscious and then he wakes up and he's looking around the house and his front door is open 
and he is this yeah he turns over to i guess the dining room and the the occultist is there is it the occultist no it was it's a, the occultist oh first. yeah yeah that's right that's right mm-hmm. it's the occultist and i forgot what she told him she basically says fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that y'all messing with my shit right yeah. now. And she does say, oh, you guys have impressive stuff in this house or something like yeah. that. And she like vanishes into like this like, like ghastly figure. And her and... eyes kind of stay like mm-hmm. lingering. It's so creepy. And behind Ed, he turns around and the dead body is there just looking at him. Ugh. And it r- charges towards him. It like... charges towards him and Ed pulls out his, uh, his, uh, I forgot what those are called. Like a dagger? No, the, 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 the. The what? The oh, the crucifix. The crucifix first, and he's like telling the demon go away, go away. And I do like the way the scene looks. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, the motherfucker grabs a Michael Myers knife, and he's about to stab this demon, <laughs> but a hand grabs him, and it like transitions over. He was about to stab Lorraine. <laughs> yeah, because the whole time he's looking for Lorraine, and mm-hmm. she's nowhere to be found. She almost fucking and it's died because he wasn't really there in 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 that world. He was in uh, his little demonic place. Yeah, and you find out. And he, yeah, he figures out that they were cursed too, so they're looking for it, looking oh. for it, and they find his vase because he was getting flowers from his heart attack. They find one where the flowers are black; they're dead. They're dead, and he, and they were from yesterday, so obviously they're not supposed to be that dead. And they break the vase, and there's a totem inside of it. So now he's possessed too. Yeah, he. They're like, they're like, holy fuck! Mm-hmm. Like, which I thought it was gonna come back later. Well, actually, it, it, does. it does. Actually, it does. Um, because we see the map, and in the map we have Jessica's mm-hmm. actual house, the Arnie's where Arnie lived, and then their house, and it makes a full right, uh, triangle. Yeah, because well, it's not okay. So we find out that um, oh my god, what's the, the the missing girl? Jessica. Jessica. So Jessica lives in Massachusetts, or was in college, but she in mm-hmm. college she got a box with the totem mm-hmm. because she brought it back home, and that's how she was possessed all the way over there. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh. This bitch lives around here because mm-hmm. this is all like in the same area, and then they they locate almost exactly where she's at because they're like, oh, there's two railroads, so we can maybe determine time. And it's because, by a river, yeah, and it's by a river. So immediately, I look at Carlos. I'm like, yeah. It's so the Lorraine house. had already left to go to Father Kastner to get some help, and then Ed figures out that is that's where it is. Mm-hmm. So where so then he's on his way there. And she gets there, and we learn the backstory of the occultist, that that was his daughter. The mother died when she was born, so he tried to keep her secret the whole time. Mm -hmm. And the tunnels are underneath the house, and she would explore them as a little girl. And she's just this evil, evil person. (sighs) I hate her. I, I, Mm -hmm. I mean, she wasn't even there for that long, but my God, I did not like her. Yeah. And he helps Lorraine. He shows her towards the tunnels. But when he once he like shuts the door behind Lorraine, she's there, mm-hmm. and it's she's too late. Mm-hmm. She knows that she's that bitch is in there trying to fuck with her shit. And the dad is trying to like talk to her. He pulls out a gun. I guess he was gonna kill himself before she had a chance to. Mm-hmm. But then she goes from one side of the room, goes dark, and she's right behind him and cuts his throat. Yep, man, he's motherfucking dead. He's Poor he's guy. so dead. Which I I've seen him. him somewhere before. I just couldn't put my hands on it. Have you checked him? He, I I haven't. I feel like he played a priest in another movie as well. Like he, I feel like that's his thing he to play does priest. Look, yeah, he does look like a just a regular priest. I just priest. can't remember. Well, he is in Lord of the Rings. Where? Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the Lord of the Rings movies. I've seen the one of the Hobbit ones. Oh, I he's think. in The Boys. He's the he's the butcher's dad. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's where. That's where I've I'm seen thinking them. of another priest, maybe. Then okay. Yeah, that's where I've seen him because I don't. He's done animated stuff, uh, like these for DC. So I I don't know. He's in Twenty Four, which my dad used to be fucking obsessed with that that okay. show. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the priest from um, Curse of Chucky. Oh. Just looks a lot older in this movie, I but see. it's not that guy. It's not, it's not him. him. He is in the last Airbender movie. That movie fucking slaps. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> he has this whole meme where every time it's mentioned, he's like, oh, I love that movie. And everyone always gives him looks. <laughs> um, but I really don't. But anyways. Um, rest in peace. The uh, father. father mm-hmm. fa- ex-father, I would say. Yeah. So we have Lorraine in the tunnels. She finds the altar. And the way to break the curse is basically to break the altar the altar basically though is made of stone so she's having a little trouble that she, bitch is heavy <laughs> she tried she's been punching. Trying. i'm like break mm-hmm. this shit i would like you said just knock everything down <laughs> like yeah but my argument with that was that the the star was on the actual stone so the actual stone like needs carved. to be broken yeah it's yes. like carved in but then we got daddy wilson Mm-hmm. arrives at the place and he's trying to find for her find her yeah. but then he sees that there's like this like latch door like a hatch almost yeah 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 so he gets us like a sledgehammer and breaks it and gets in and but, i'm like don't leave the sledgehammer because you won't need it mm-hmm. but lorraine and the, the all cultists do encounter each other mm-hmm. they're talking about something and they're like bitch i don't like you and he's like, i don't <laughs> like you bitch and it's yeah. like a bad girl's club it's kind of crazy <laughs> and lorraine run starts running away from her and there's a cool scene where, like, it's, like, a double Lorraine, which I don't Dude. know how they did it. So, okay, it has to... Okay, this has to be... Because we don't see the person in front's face. We don't see it very clearly, Like, yeah. clearly until the very end, but it's not... It's, like, blurred out because it's, like, mm-hmm. the depth of field. But it's literally, like, a like a, like a a mirror. But it's yeah. not, like, we're not seeing... Oh, my God, how do I explain she, this? Okay, so, like, <laughs> it's me, and, like, she's, like, six feet away. She's keeping her social distance, but in front of me. <laughs> but she's and she's, she's doing the same, the same thing way. I'm doing, like, if it was a mirror in front of me. And it's really fucking cool. And, it lo- and if it up. is not her, and if it's not, a, I don't know if it is no, an actual mirror they use, and if it's not her, it, it's a person that looks really, really close to her. Well, it's not a mirror because she would see her face. That is true. So I think they did a stunt double, and this must have taken a lot of choreography. And I, I, I mean, good job on them because yeah. that that was such a good fucking scene. I mm-hmm. wish the movie had more of that because obviously it was practical. Yeah. But just the way that she backed up, it was so perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. The way she like looked around, I, I thought it was so fucking. Cool. It was really cool, yeah, because it was there for like it was like a good minute scene, and then she starts running away, and then. As she's running towards the door, the door is closing in front of her, and it's her like, on the other side of the yeah, door. Yeah, which I was, like, and I was oh. like, oh, that's cool. It gave me, like, Insidious vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Insidious because in Insidious, I think, too, Patrick Wilson does get possessed and tries to kill his wife. Yeah. And in this one, he does the, <laughs> sa- the same thing happens. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Wilson just has, like, anger problems. Yeah. So he has pent-up aggression. Because he gets down there, and he runs into Lorraine quotation marks and Lorraine starts running towards him but she goes into like a dark area and when she comes out as the occultist and she blows a powder on him yep and he's like possessing oh, him I thought he blind them because earlier in the movie when we meet the priest mm-hmm. um or the occultist father he goes oh I didn't I didn't hear you guys and oh I didn't see this or like he's and then I don't know why but he always struck me as like he was blind I don't know if he's just oh. like really old yeah but I was just like, oh, like, is he like, 
No, because he, he was picking his... up chicken eggs in the first, in the beginning. <laughs> Which yeah. I do love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. he They try to shake his hand and he's like, sorry, I got chicken shit on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I was like really, I thought that I was going to blind him, but it ends up possessing him. Yeah. So as we're cutting back between Ed and Lorraine, now we have also Arnie mm-hmm. who was sedated and on Suicide Watch, but he is now waking up from sedation and the possession is now taking over him as well. And Debbie's there and the other father's there and they're trying to stop it because obviously the whole thing is going to be a suicide if they don't stop it. Mm-hmm. So we have this whole chasing with Lorraine and Ed and Lorraine is trying to make him to like, hey, stop. It's me. You know, I know you're in there. And we get these cute little flashback scenes of, like, of when they met. Yeah, um, which they talked about. In they the talked beginning. about earlier in a good they met in a they met at a movie theater because he wasn't. Um, what do you call those? Usher. The, like an, an usher. usher. And I guess they went on a date and it was raining. Which didn't he look like Leonardo DiCaprio a little bit? A little bit. bit. Like in Titanic? Yeah. And she did look like Rose. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't mention. I was like, oh, anyway. So I guess they, the whole night it was raining. So they like spent the night under a gazebo and it was really cute. (laughs) I don't know why. I love the word gazebo. (laughs) It's so fun. (laughs) Those are gazebos. (laughs) (laughs) So... And then Arnie's doing all this little like, Ugh. and he looked like Mister Fantastic, but he's he, like his, his bones are yeah, his contorting and mm-hmm. shit. Ugh. And uh, Ed basically it ends up that Lorraine is in front of the stone. She breaks through to him and he breaks the stone. Mm-hmm. When Arnie's being possessed, I love that everyone in the background, all the cops are just watching, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, motherfucker just like and he's floating in the air. And Debbie's trying to stop him from killing himself because he has like a shard of glass on his neck. Mm-hmm. And when Ed does break the stone, then he stops. Yeah. Which, Which it, I love that Ed found love in the gazebo because like the last yeah. vision he had was the gazebo. And I was like, wow. He was like, wow, the gazebo. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not possessed anymore. <laughs> yeah. So the occultist comes up and they're like, well, you needed a body and you didn't get one. So the demon's going to, or a soul, and the demon's going to have to take a soul. And the mm-hmm. demon basically come up behind him like, I'm here. What's my soul? <laughs> and Breaks her legs, breaks her oh, arms. Oh, yeah. He like, he, I don't know what he, and then he like, it looked like his hand stabbed in her head or something stabbed in her head. And he takes her soul and then she just falls like, she falls like uh, that one movie. Um, Death to Me, I think oh, it's called. Oh, she like yeah. breaks into a bin of pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, if she really do, ugh. And we cut to basically now the whole case and he's showing up at court and, you know, all the photographers are there and all the cameras are and there. And Debbie comes running and gives him a kiss, which I don't mm-hmm. think the cops would have been very cool with that. I think the cops would have fucking shoved her. He's <laughs> like, get the fuck out I mean, of here. He's the, a criminal. It's the, it's the 80s. I mean, they're crazy. They didn't care back then about they were, none but of that they're stuff. Like, they're like blocking everyone from not touching him. But then yeah. Debbie's like, hey. But she's like, yo, I'm the wife. Like, the fuck? <laughs> That's true. That's my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the same. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, Arnie. Um, <laughs> so they break the curse happily ever after. Oh, I did like that. He needed some medication. Oh, yeah. And Lorraine had like some in her necklace. I was like, okay, she thought she knew, but because last time he didn't bring any, and she smart. knew he was gonna do the same thing. Women smart. He's he's a fucking hardhead. Like. <laughs> and the basically the judge tells him to stand, and it cuts, and then we get like the whole story of he was charged by for manslaughter. He was 
I think in prison for only five years. Yeah, five to uh, I think on the on the actual trial it was like ten to fifteen years, but okay. I think in here it says five to eight or something. Five years, and he married uh Debbie, and they're still married to this day. Yeah. So I guess he's still alive. But that's kind of fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh I oh oh oh, oh. oh and yeah, also yeah. like towards the end we get like actual oh, like that's true like a podcast audio, audio of like what really went down and i was like oh that's cool yeah i that always fucks and they me. do show you like the real people versus the, the yeah the movie the ones. actual lord mm-hmm. the war- warrens yeah. the actual warrens and the actual arnie and debbie and stuff yeah so that was really interesting and then it shows like little clips from the movie mm-hmm. which are, it's like the fucking occultist being all creepy looking yeah and I, do they show the real cultist? Because I think that was the real her in one picture. Like the actual lady that was oh, blamed. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't, or well, not blamed, I mean, but like somebody. She, nobody was blamed. I think that was all fiction. Okay. Because what I read from it, it's literally they were just like, you weren't possessed, motherfucker. You yeah, like they did. Like obviously the movie's gonna change it up and say they found this. Yeah. They went, which they have to, because. Unless it's like an actual documentary, yeah. Which they kind, I can't. You can see this as a little bit of a documentary in I a way. I would have loved if he was actually like, "Oh, I got possessed," and the Warrens believe that they're like, "Oh, okay, this That's happens." What, yeah, like they but, don't. Mm-hmm. But then he's not possessed the entire time. Like I would have actually liked mm. that and just switch it on. But I, I, I mean, this is the third movie, so it would be weird for them to do it right away. Yeah, where it's like there's no demon. He's just a fucking evil person. Like, yeah, that's what he just did it. I don't know. I on it. I don't know because you know I, I do have some ghost stories which I'll I'll later you know share with people if I want to, but like, <laughs> could this really have happened? I mean, let's talk about the real one. Okay. Like, could yeah. he really been possessed, so, or could he not? Like, I don't believe in none of that. Because like, he's never seen something. Yeah. If I can't I, wait for the day he does. Well, yeah. I mean, it might be in this house. No, nothing's <laughs> happened here. It's so, new. <laughs> so if I, if I see it, my mind automatically goes from like, what logical sense could have happened? Like when lights flicker and shit, like I'm always like, it's probably just an electrical thing. Like uh-huh. it's not like, oh, it's a demon. So, and I see these movies and it's like, th- I guess this is why I th- also didn't, it for me, it just took me to a, uh, I had to suspend my disbelief way too much because it's like, I know I, I rather have horror story, like possession stories and stuff where like the possession is kind of minimal that it looks realistic mm-hmm. than like having this with like this demon, well, this, this occultist that like melts and like it teleports behind someone. And I, it's like, I yeah. have heard that there's this, I don't know this guy. I don't know if it's YouTube or what that he does for a living go basically like the factor cap to like these uh-huh. paranormal people and basically caps them or facts them. And I think it's always been like a cap or something, but then I guess he'd like challenge the Warrens and the Warrens were like, no. Yeah. Well, because I think it's because the Warrens. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's all faked, but I don't know. I just also grew up in religious family. So like, that's a Hispanic thing. Like, mm -hmm. trust me, my family like always is, I think I'm the only one that's kind of like, yeah, I don't really like, I think my dad and I are kind of like, yeah, we don't really fuck with that shit. Like we just never really, Fell into I mean, I don't that. fuck with it either, but I'm like, it could be, it could be somewhere. Yeah, like, I just, I never really believed it. It's like, if I see one, then I mean, shit, if I'm gonna tell you, I'm like, yeah, I saw a demon. Like, I literally <laughs> saw a fucking demon, I'll tell you. But I've never, I've had like moments where like, maybe mm-hmm. I saw something, but like, in my mind, it doesn't project as like, oh, this is supposed to be a paranormal activity. Yeah, thing. there is a line in the movie that I like that Ed delivers. It's where the the court believes in god isn't it's time for the court to believe in the devil yeah and i was like oh, i actually do like that line that's yeah, a really that was interesting a good one. line 
Um, I did find weird because in the case that I that I found, mm-hmm. um, it does say that they didn't want to use that he was possessed as uh, like an excuse because there's no evidence for it. Yeah. But then they also use the Bible for you to like swear on the on oath. And yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, you're swearing on the Bible, which it doesn't really matter. So mm-hmm. it, it it confused me a little bit, but I understand because it's like then anybody can be like, yeah, a demon. Also, me. if there is drinking, because in the movie he wasn't drinking, he was literally possessed in the movie, and he shows up and his friend is drinking, and he gets scared by his friend mm-hmm. because obviously he's being controlled. In real life, if he was drinking, he was probably drunk and thought he saw something and stabbed his friend. Yeah. I think when... Which uh, the friend in the movie deserved it. He was being really fucking annoying. <laughs> he was annoying. being super but annoying. Being so I was annoying. like, Bruno, Bruno, you're you working with dogs. You need down. to pay attention to them and calm the fuck down. Yeah. Also, take those motherfucking 50-pound dogs from the second shelf and put them in the fucking bottom. That's yeah. It. And put that little chihuahua on the bottom one on the top. I'm just yeah. saying. But I... Okay, so I don't know. I saw this recent when this movie came out. Started this whole meme, mm-hmm. which it I I don't know how I feel about it because it wasn't funny. It's just like a like it's kind of it's like really dark humor. Uh-huh. But do you remember the Parkland shooting that happened in Florida? Mm-mm. So it's like a a, a score in Parkland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot his name. I don't really care for him. Honestly, mm-hmm. piece of shit that killed a bunch of kids. Okay, and he I saw his like footage for like when they were like uh what is it questioning him mm-hmm. um interrogating him mm-hmm. and he started saying the devil made me do it i had a voice on my head and this happened years ago so like mm-hmm. now when this movie comes out i guess people started discovering that footage of him being like the devil made me do it made uh, me do it but he was just using it as an excuse because he had i mean obviously yeah he had videos of him being like i'm gonna be the next school shooter and doing all this crazy shit and it's like now, this is, I guess, why, because I saw the footage and the guy that's interrogating him goes, "You no, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not possessed. So it's like, this is, I don't know, it, it's like putting a light on this, on this person now. And it's like becoming so, like, a, I mean, I saw it all over Twitter, on my page at least. And I was like, I don't like how this is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's leave them. Let's leave that motherfucker to rot. Well, my fear with this, with this movie, I mean, I it's a story. Fine, it's it's been told. My fear with this is now people are gonna start saying that the devil made them do it. Yeah, so it's, it's like, oh, this guy got away with five years. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do it too. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, demons past the year 1990 don't exist anymore. That or 2000. That happened in the 80s and in the 90s. Yeah, the whole voodoo dolls and voodoo this and demonic that that all stopped in the 2000s when technology. So blame technology. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like also this was such an old case that no, like but- motherfuckers will die left and right, and then they, the cops. Literally, I think mm-hmm. it's like they 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 search it for thirty days and then they're like, "All right, we can't yeah, find." I mean, it. I think it's the only case that was popular because of the reason that he was like, "No, I was possessed." Mm-hmm. So it's like back in the day, like they there the science wasn't developed. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they can do some crazy shit. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. That's why there's no like popular serial killers that like are out there or whatever the fuck. That's why, excuse me. That's why it's hard for you to be a serial killer nowadays because like. You can't get away with shit like no, this. You really can't. 
So then, you know, I just saw that that meme and I was like, what is happening? Like, stop praising this mother. Or like, yeah. Even if it's I a do, joke, it's like, just leave him alone. Like, I know like, it's based on a true story, but I do like the idea yeah. of someone like, I was possessed. I really didn't mean to do this. Like, yeah. I love the idea. It's just, since this really happened, people are going to take it like... I guess. Yeah, I know The Conjuring always has controversy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is not how the case went. So mm-hmm. I know they, they have liberties and, with it. And of course, like, you have to change up the story because I'm going to be honest, if the first Conjuring movie was legitimately how it really went in the house, which the family has said that the movie is pretty close to what they happened, mm-hmm. which is fine, I believe you, but the movies won't be as, as exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it, they're just making them, like... As they have to as make possible. them Hollywood. Yeah, and I feel like with this one, that director he tried to put more of a story mm-hmm. than the scare factor that the other movies have. And I think he also learned and from I, the Nun as and, well because, mm-hmm. and I respect that. Yeah. The movie's beautiful. It's yeah, shot it's very great. beautiful. It looks great. Yeah, it's just. I just don't know what people want anymore from a country <laughs> movie. It's like, what yeah. do you want? Yeah, I. I think it's just that. The Conjuring just had this name for it, and this movie kind of changed it up a little bit because the ending struck me as like the typical mm-hmm. Conjuring movies. But like, even the just the middle, it I liked, I enjoyed it. I wasn't at any time bored of it. Yeah. I, I was actually entertained by it. So. And usually, I am a person that complains about boring yeah. because I do, <laughs> and I was invested in the story. Like, yeah. I wanted to know what happened. I do wish the courtrooms was more of a longer thing. Yeah, me too. Wanted, I felt more, I wanted to be invested more in that. And I thought that he was going to slaughter the whole family, but no, it was just one person, which I was like, oh. Then, didn't they say not, that Not, they were oh, that he the... just killed one. Like, that's not good. But I just thought it was like a, I don't know. I feel like my mind thought it was just something bigger. Yeah. And, but didn't they, like, say that Ar- Arnie was going to get the death penalty? They did if they didn't prove anything. Oh, I see, I see, I see. We don't okay. know what happened in court because obviously they don't show it. Yeah. So he ended up getting five years in prison, which also, there were cops watching this motherfucker float. Yeah. And go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like he had witnesses yes. watching him do this. So you don't think at the end it would have been like, actually, he was possessed. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, I mean, not everyone can see it. There's no video footage but of like, it. There was more than just Debbie there. Mm-hmm. Like the, he was literally on suicide watch. Yeah, like there was such shit ton of things happening. And I guess Ed and Lorraine with the whole totem stuff. They, they, you know, they show evidence of this and that. You know, there's all these things. Obviously, yeah. they can't bring the occultist because the bitches did. And <laughs> they bring her corpse all. But the cops did arrive to the house. They did. They did. At I'm the assuming end. they found the the corpse. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to mention real quick because I. I don't I don't know how if Ed and Lorraine kept doing this afterwards. Oh yeah, the ending. They did meet at a gazebo and I thought it was really cute that he built her a gazebo in the back of the house and they had a final moment back there, which I was like, okay, it's a story from beginning to end. Because I think this is that last so. conjuring movie at least. Yeah. I think the rest are just gonna be now the the spin offs. Whatever the spin offs they have. Which yeah. fine. Um yeah, I just want to mention that because I thought that was cute. She also, starts crying, which I was like, Well, the gazebo. Um my other question was, or yes. question or statement or whatever, she is the little girl in the nun. Mm-hmm. That's her actual sister playing her. Yeah. We but, don't know that until the end of the movie, though. Yeah. She met Ed when she was 17. Yeah. In high school. Did she go be a nun after this? Because according to the nun, she wasn't with anyone. So that up uh, and I well I but I will say this mm-hmm. the conjuring movies are based on their real lives stories like Ed and Lorraine's mm-hmm. 
the nun and all that Annabelle whatever, yeah, that's are all just fake spin-offs. Shit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna assume that since that was a spin-off, that that was just them telling a, a Lorraine story that didn't really happen. So wait, the nun from the so the the teenager nun, the the one that was just becoming a nun, didn't she fall in love with Frenchie though? No, they were friends. They became friends. Because the initial Frenchie, the beginning of the conjuring is the is it's the Frenchie, Frenchie being possessed. possessed yes. Yeah. But we don't find that out till like yeah, till the nun I, because yeah. it was a different guy being possessed in the video. <laughs> yeah. But what kind of nun movie is this? Okay. So we just did a little bit of research. <laughs> just just to, you know, confirm things because I'm like I know that Lorraine is supposed to be the nut, the the small, the Irene nut, Irene, sister, sister Irene, Irene in the movies. But to me, it didn't make sense that in this movie, they introduced that she met Ed when she was 17. Then the nun is supposed to take place in the 50s, but she, the conjuring take place in the 70s. It was just very confusing. But my, my argument will be that I'm okay with whatever the fuck. I'm not going to pay attention, put too much attention to it mm-hmm. because the spinoffs are spinoffs and they're not really real. The Conjurings were based on true stories and the Conjurings at least do keep a consistent, like a consistent. timeline. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's in the 50s. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be in the 80s and like they're older. Like they're, they're also older a lot older in, yeah, yeah. in the nun. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it's not. I'm you just know, like, well, damn, was she a nun in like well, she, when she was 15? And then it's like, you know what? I'm going to America and I'm going to become a normal teenage girl. she was 16, right? Wasn't I, she? I swear I don't know. I can't remember. I think but here she says say that she age. met Ed at 17. Yeah. So I think she, she was definitely younger and mm-hmm. then she stopped being a nun after the nun movie. And she's like, I'm just going to become a normal smuggler girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get some dick after this because <laughs> fuck that. But so I guess, yeah. In the nun, they don't mention it, but she did stop being a priest or a nun. Because they do connect the the ending of the nun to the first conjuring, which I was like, that's the video. Yeah. So I guess that's and it's not I wouldn't say it's not feasible for her to like still, you know, it's it's like the what, 30 years. So Uh, I think 50s to 70s is 20. Yeah, yeah, 20 years Mm -hmm. around there. So it's it's not I wouldn't say it's not feasible and she's a lot older. It's not like she's still like younger. So, yeah. Um, I guess it's it's still it's bad. Fine. It, it's, still no, it's fine. I was just confused. I was like, so when did she meet Ed? Yeah, because I'm like, isn't she I, a little older than the nun? Yeah, and I thought she did fall in love with Frenchie, but I guess they just became no, friends. Frenchie and, was my man, and then she saw Patrick Wilson. And she's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. that over there. And she's like, well, Frenchie possessed. So I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the movie, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Conjuring Three: The Devil Made Me Do It. Conjuring 3. If you guys want to watch it, it's going to be on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. But go in theaters. Go, go to- in theaters. Go to theaters. Get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. Do whatever. Go watch it. Support movie theaters because mm-hmm. uh, we need it. I think, you know, they're doing, they're coming back. So I yes, would love to stay. For sure. For sure. So uh, obviously the daddy of the movie is Patrick Wilson. Oh, that's there's no question about there's that. There's no question about that. Even though Arnie comes in a hard second. <laughs> <laughs> It's a close second right there. <laughs> but he kills someone, so we're going to leave him out. Yeah, Patrick Wilson always going to be the daddy of the Insidious and Conjuring movies. Yeah, for sure. And then, what else do we do? There's no kills. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, scare. We can do best scare. Okay, okay. So the one that I really, really enjoyed was the when the song is playing and then the song goes into slow uh, yeah. and the red light at the end of the hallway mm-hmm. and then the guy comes at you. I, I really enjoyed the, that one. The water 
bed one. Okay. Because I thought it was really cool that you see him like underneath yeah. the, the bed. I do love the, thing. the water bed always reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, 4. Yeah, I was about to say mm-hmm. that. It always, always. And I'm pretty sure that's a mod because you see the arm yeah. coming out and shit. But I, I, I love that one, but I do love the one with Bruno fucking crawling and the yeah. it just the, the lighting is gorgeous mm-hmm. and it just ugh, sounds just it really got me that one was like I was literally in shock I was like oh shit yeah for sure and I guess question I mean you kind of answer it do you believe in ghosts I I I don't and okay. I but I'm open I would love to see one okay. let's get a Ouija board no let's do a horror daddies you you can go somewhere else with that <laughs> I would somewhere love, else with that I would love to see it so but. I do. Um, I guess I can share a little story. Yeah, so sure. when I was younger, mm-hmm. I lived in this apartment and I used, so it was my room. So it was kind of a small hallway, but my room was uh, towards the left, the bathroom towards the right. Mm-hmm. And at the end was my sister's room. But all these three doors are basically kind of connected. Like it wasn't like a long hallway. Okay. Um, I used to see this older man. Walk past my room and into my sister's room mm-hmm. at night. Okay. Whatever. He never did anything. He never, you know, possessed me that I know of. <laughs> or or my sister, even though sometimes I question it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he left the totem by your house? <laughs> I don't know. So we moved. I ended up meeting the new people that moved into that apartment because I only moved down the street because my mom kind of kept us in the same school district. That's what she wanted. Yeah. So... I think the ones that moved in had a son and I ended up meeting him or whatever. He had me come over and meet his parents. And I told, and his parents were like, this was months later. And his parents were like, yeah, we're moving next month because we keep seeing this older guy at night and I, we just don't fuck with that. And I was like, I saw the same person. <laughs> I saw the same person. And we come to find out, we talked to someone that worked maintenance there for years. Someone died in that apartment. An older man did die in that apartment. Hmm. So... That is why I believe in the, in the ghosts. I okay. This is gonna sound crazy, mm-hmm. but do you don't think someone was actually living in that house and you guys just didn't know it? It's a small three bedroom apartment on the second floor. There's no way somebody could got in in there and hide. That is. It's a small. It was a really small apartment. Holy shit! Hmm. Like I could run from my room to my mom's room in two seconds. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Hmm. That is hard to explain. And I, it was only confirmed because the second family was like, yeah, saw the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to leave right now. And I, I didn't mention it to fuck. them. I didn't mention it that I was seeing. Once they said it, then I was like, oh, well, yeah, I used to see him. That's super weird. Because I didn't want to freak them out by me saying like, oh, there's ghosts in your apartment. Did you tell them that someone died there before they moved well, in? Well, it's probably been years. Yeah. That apartment complex was there for years. It yeah, wasn't like new. That's true. So there's probably been tenants there way before this man or af- way after this man. And we just he just lives in there. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a harder. That's harder to explain because the second family just didn't know anything about that. So that's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So just say one day, <laughs> one day. <laughs> I might see an old man yeah. now walking around my room. <laughs> Never know. And guys, that is another episode of the Horror Daddies. Um, before we end the episode, I want to say to check our description. Uh, we do have merchandise if you want to support us directly. Uh, it's going to be on our link tree. But if not, you can go to teespring.com slash store slash horror daddies. And you can show us what you got from there. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. We would share, put it on our Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Um, I also do want to mention 
we also have a Twitch. Yes, we do. So it's at twitch.tv slash Daddy's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be doing podcasts. It's just a thing for like if we want to stream a video game mm-hmm. and stuff, we can just, you know, just play it and talk to you guys at the yep. same time. So that'd be a lot of fun. We don't have a schedule set yet because we don't really have a consistent schedule at work. So mm-hmm. um, once everything gets figured out, we'll plan out yes. according to that. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, the devil may be to it. See you in your dreams. And actually, we will next week. Horror Bye. daddies. Bye.